Today, St Paul talks about one quality which is a sure sign that we're growing spiritually and we're growing in love. We're, we're flourishing in Christ and that quality is unity. Unity is in the very DNA of God. God is a perfect unity, huh? Of Father, Son, Spirit. Unity of relationship. And it's this unity, this quality of unity, which is what enables life to happen. And we see this most obviously in the coming, the uniting of a man and a woman, right? How powerful that is. It brings life forward, right? At all levels, uh, unity is what enables life to happen, right? The life of God. And there are, of course, many different levels and expressions of unity. Today, uh, St. Paul, he talks about um, how when we bring our, our gifts together in the service of a common purpose, that unites us. It makes us one body, and, and that's why we're given this first reading today for St. Matthew, because uh, the apostles, uh, of course, are a, are a sign of unity for us in the way that they... They worked together towards one common purpose, one mission. They were, they were a, a, a powerful kind of symbol of unity. But at the beginning of, of Paul's first reading today, he, he talks about a more fundamental level of unity, and that's unity at the level of our heart. He says, I beg you, I implore you to lead a life worthy of your vocation as Christians. Bear with one another charitably in complete selflessness, gentleness and patience. Do all you can to preserve the unity of the spirit by the peace that binds you together. See, so Paul's talking about a heart, having a heart that recognises that we are all created by the same God. And that even though we're all different, Everyone has the same degree of dignity and value. This is a heart that knows that disunity is destructive. It impacts individuals, it impacts societies, it impacts God. Someone with a heart for unity desires to be in harmonious relationship with others because it knows that that's, that harmony is what opens us up to, to the life of God. Unity, uh, when there is unity, everyone wins. Unfortunately, though, as humans, we, we tend to often behave in quite the opposite way, don't we? We segregate, we divide we ostracize. We just need to look through our history, huh? Even in the church. We, 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 we just have this tendency to, to divide, whether that be based on, on race or religion or congregation or, you know, expression of our spirituality or sexuality or, or political party or team, sporting team. So many ways we, we, we segregate, don't we? We divide ourselves from others. Division seems to be a way that we try and protect ourselves, right? It's like we know they're wrong, I'm right. It's a way of, of kind of, you know, making ourselves feel safe. But, but it, it actually achieves the opposite. It, it exposes us. It makes us more vulnerable because when we divide, 
When we segregate, we, we deny ourselves of the strength and the grace that can only come through unity. Psalm 133, the psalmist says, How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. For there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. There's a profound blessing available to all of us uh, as we dwell in unity. This is why Jesus prayed before his death so desperately for his followers to be united because he knows that this is how we open ourselves to the blessing, the grace, the life of God. So as disciples of Jesus, we are called to carry on this heart of Christ and to actively pursue unity, right? We need to take initiative in this area of our lives. That means uh, Lots of things. There's many ways we can pursue unity, right? Uh, For example, we can avoid gossip. We can avoid talking about others. Because what does that do? It divides, doesn't it? We can um, make an effort to get to know people that we're struggling with. Rather than sort of harbouring this anger with them or this whatever in our hearts that we make an effort to get to know them. Sometimes you just need to get to know someone and, and, and that, that kind of whatever it is that you have towards them just sort of fades away, doesn't it? You might take them out to lunch. Do something radical like that. It means um, having a heart for unity means focusing more on what unites us than divides us, right? Often we focus on all the, all the things we don't like in someone or in some people or in some group. But instead, trying to look beyond that, recognise what unites us here. What's good in that person? Where's God in that person or in that group? It means praying for those that we struggle with and not just praying that they'll change, (laughs) but praying that you have a heart to love them and to see the good in them. And, you know, pursuing unity often, or at least sometimes, it means having hard conversations you know, rather than just harbouring that issue you have with the person, making that effort to say, hey, um, I just, there's something going on in my heart, I just want to share this and I want to get your thoughts, I want to understand what, you know, making that effort, which can be really uncomfortable at times, but, but also the loving thing to do. It doesn't mean you'll be successful, we can't control others, but what we can do is make an effort, right? Do everything we can, as St Paul says, to... Um, to preserve the unity of the spirit. It also means going outside our comfort zone, developing relationships and working alongside people that are different, that might work in different circles. And we're seeing a beautiful example of that here in Whitehorse. Uh, I'm part of this pastors network and, and we get together for breakfast and we, we, we work on different projects together. And just seeing the priests and the pastors relating together and working together it's so powerful it's so beautiful the church together jesus was right huh this is what he prayed for that we would be one so i want to encourage you to think of one context in your life right now one situation where you can be an agent for unity you can make an effort to 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 bring together some kind of harmonious relationship where there is some kind of division. And remember that 
uh, unity always, your unity with others always begins with your unity with God. That was part of Jesus' prayer. He says, Father, I've given them the glory that you gave me so that they may be one as we are one. Right? It starts as we united our hearts, is united with, with the heart of God. Uh, God will give us that, that heart to be united with others. And if you're really struggling, if you're really struggling to stop kind of criticizing others and, you know, you know, you're noticing lots of division in your life and um, you might notice that the reason you're struggling to be united with others is because there's, there's something within yourself. You're struggling to be united with yourself. Maybe there's some division within yourself. There's something that you can't reconcile within yourself. There's something you can't accept within yourself. And so I just encourage you, if that's the case, just bring that to God. Ask God to heal you, to, you, to bring unity within yourself so that you can be an agent of unity in the world.